The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Happy hour here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. We are joined by the one and only Jake Bakovic. That's right. To Bach. give his takes on <laughs> Kalen DeBoer, the Washington, former, almost, Washington head coach, working out a deal to become the new Alabama Crimson Tide head coach, taking over for the legendary Nick Saban. Bach, immediate thoughts on Kalen DeBoer going to Bama. Well, he's a, he's obviously a rising star in this industry. Um, twenty five and three, two years at Washington, um, and, and just you know, so he's off. He's been off to an incredible start. He had had a short uh, get go at, at Fresno State. Um, obviously, with Michael Penix uh, planning with with Will Rogers coming in, likes to throw the ball around the yard. So it's a bit of a different look. I mean, Alabama's done that here and there. Jalen Milrow, that's probably not his. Uh, his cup of tea specifically as you look at the roster inherits, but um, you just wonder, is it a good fit for the SEC? It's a little bit, I wouldn't say it, it just, it has some questions to it. I figured for a long time, for the longest time, I should say that when Saban retired, that they would get somebody off the Saban coaching tree because that is part of Saban's legacy is that he has a huge coaching tree. Kalen DeBoer, not among them. Um, so it's a little bit strange. I think for the, you know, Usually when you see a legend move on out of school, it will be somebody within that coaching staff or somebody with ties to that coaching staff to try to keep whatever magic is is, is in that room, staying in the room. Nick Saban, of course, is going to basically stay there, hang out on campus and do whatever he can to help Alabama. So I guess, you know, maybe you don't worry about it that way. Um, just fascinating. I mean, it looks, the, the crazy part of this is, is it doesn't look like Kalen DeBoer was Alabama's first choice. Um, he's, he's, he's be a home run hire just about anywhere, but here you just kind of think about, well, okay, well, how's the fit? I mean, it's still going to be like the hire of the off season. Still, you, you figured getting a plus and all that from all the people prognosticating it, but 
Um, it is. It's just. It's just interesting to see if it's a fit. Yeah, me and Austin were talking about uh, in, in the break that it's a it's a good hire for any school to to get Kalen DeBoer away from Washington to get Kalen DeBoer in general um, because he's won wherever he's gone. He only has twelve losses as a head coach, regardless of of division, regardless of level, and it just doesn't feel immediately, at least to us, like the hire that Alabama could have made or maybe wanted to make. Like you said, it seems as if he was maybe a a later choice down in the down a ways on the list of whoever is making or whoever had a list of head coaches to hire for Alabama. But again, a hundred and something and twelve as a as a college football head coach, that's nothing to nothing to laugh at, nothing to sneeze at. But again, it just doesn't it doesn't give me the same oomph as as another coach would have. And you know, Jake was kind of arguing with me a little bit like do you do you think that uh, Steve Sarkeesian is a is a bigger name than Kalen DeBoer? Do you think yes. that you do you think that Dan Lanning was a big like yes. it again? It's it's a weird feeling, but that's just how I feel. Not mm. saying they're better coaches, but bigger names, absolutely. Like I think it's hard to argue that they're not bigger, well known, more prominent names. Mm-hmm. Well, and Steve obviously Sark coached at Alabama again, so that's that's where you you would have figured there would have been some sort of connection there. Um, DeBoer is just, you know, off to, off to making his name. So that's, that's, what's kind of weird. And what it also is kind of strange. I mean, he's not overly young. He's 49 years old. That's pretty young in the coaching profession. I wonder if there's, you know, what, when people are looking, this is I kind of felt the same thing with Dan Lanning, which is like good resume, but short resume. Same thing with Kalen DeBoer is that, are you looking for the right hire for 25 years or 17 years or whatever you're looking for the next Saban? Yeah. Or are you looking for somebody to, to keep this role and keep it moving? And there's different different ways to, to approach it. Again, I mean, I think you're lining up uh, one of the hottest, best coaches in college football, took a Washington team that he inherited at four and eight and two years later, had in the championship game, and you're giving it to the team that has run college football for yep. years, has all the five stars. I mean, so there's a very high percentage chance of this thing working, but working is is for any other school and working for Alabama following Saban is going to be a different thing. Caitlin DeBoer can go in there and go 10 and two, 11 and, and, and two and, and, you know, 10 and three, and they'll be on the hot seat, right? Yeah. I mean, so you can have some good seasons. You can have some good success. I'm, I'm not necessarily, it's, it's very intriguing. I'm not going to bet against it necessarily. Um, but again, I, I just, I, I wonder about the fit a little bit. I mean, you got, it, there's just so many moving parts, Texas and Oklahoma coming yeah. in. And then the other thing is, is to look at it from the Washington side, which it looked like to me, the big 10 was going to avoid you know, Dan Landing getting tangled. Okay, Oregon's going to be at full strength. Well, Washington already losing a lot off that team. Uh, if you saw the early odds for next season, they're like 50 to 1 odds. They're, they're probably going to be back, you know, top number 20 or something coming in. Um, and, you know, who kn- who knows where they go next because they've kind of had a revolving door of coaches there as of late. And, you know, so Washington doesn't seem nearly without DeBoer even with a Will Rogers, right? Yeah. W- without Michael Penix and DeBoer. If Rogers stays. Doesn't, right. Doesn't seem like the, the same threat coming into the Big Ten as it did, I, I suppose, just, what, half an hour ago. Yeah. Washington in the last five days has lost the title game. It's head coach, starting quarterback, starting running back, three starting receivers, and a starting offensive lineman. Mm. Washington... Will not and be the same. Well, and that's yes. not the transfer portal, right? That's no. just those are guys that are NFL draft, NFL draft, and then or, head coach taking a taking a better job, right? 
which is a more important hire for uh, for DeBoer at Alabama? Is it the OC probably bringing Ryan Grubb with him unless he takes the Washington job, or is it the DC? I would say the DC. He he's he, Kalen DeBoer started his career as I believe a wide receivers coach, so you would think, and he's more thought of as more of an offensive mind. So I would think that if you know push comes to shove, he'll be able to handle the offensive workload for whoever he ends up hiring as an OC. But that defensive side is something that people were worried about, especially with the the performances that Washington had. Yes, they had a, a good enough defense to get them to the national championship game, but even then, still a little suspect. So mm-hmm. if you can have somebody, especially with the, all of the talent and the defensive pieces at your disposal for the Crimson Tide, making the right defensive coordinator hire is going to be critical for Kayla DeBoer. Because yeah. especially in the SEC where yes it's it's a it, it's just you know the best conference in football but you think about the SEC they've got high level offenses but the defenses is where a lot of those teams make their hay all right and we saw like the, the Big 10 style of game right against Michigan uh that really slowed Washington down and the SEC is going to be that same way for so many teams Listen, Alabama's going to be scary if they can get a high-flying offense in there. You would have to assume they would be right up there for, uh, you know, one of the top offenses. And again, that's where DeBoer's history lies at Fresno State. Mm. He's the Indiana offensive coordinator before that. I mean, they he's he's been slinging the ball around. So that's what Alabama likely is going to go to. It's just a different side. And, and so, you know, with all that considered, it just seems like more, it's rocking the ship a lot more than I thought that the Alabama would necessarily want to do now. It's interesting because their fans don't want anything to do with Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, so Dabo. it's hard to really to to really uh, make anybody feel uh, like they hit you know had their first choice here. Because the other thing is, there's just three or four coaches releasing I'm returning videos, which makes you believe, okay, well they and, and a few of Mike Norvell getting a nice contract extension with yep. it is that maybe they you know maybe they were choices before Kalen DeBoer. You knew Alabama wasn't going to to get. A bad hire, but how good of a hire? I don't know if this is, again, it's just, it's such an intriguing fit. um, And I don't know if it's the right fit. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net-carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Do you, again, we're talking about the offense for, well, first off, again, we're talking about Kalen DeBoer, Washington head coach, uh, structuring a contract to be the next Alabama head coach um, as Nick Saban retires yesterday. Yesterday? Was it yesterday? Wednesday. Wednesday. And uh, Kalen DeBoer now going to step in and be the new head coach for the Crimson Tide. We were just talking about the offense. Jalen Milrow doesn't seem like the kind of quarterback that Kalen DeBoer is, is prone to working with. Which is why OC is so important. Do they work with what they have in Jalen Milrow and mold a system around him? Or do they want someone like they had at Washington? Well, get Will Rogers. Yes, he just Rogers went back in the SEC. I say, well, the thing is, he just transferred there, but now your head coach leaves. You have 30 days again. Wonder it, did he transfer for Kalen DeBoer? Did he transfer for Washington? That'd be my question. Where's he from? Well, because you would think Rogers, that Will Rogers, his, his arm talent, his ability to search Will to, Rogers quarterback. For those of you out there, yeah, his ability to sling the ball 
all that his his he's inability from Louisville, to Mississippi. Oh yeah, he's going. Oh, yeah. He's going back. He's he's going to enter the portal. He's going to Alabama. Guess what high school he went to? Okay, I don't know. Brandon High. Brandon High. Brandon. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Where'd you well, go? I went to Brandon. Well, let's <laughs> the interesting thing though about DeBoer is his origins are in the Midwest, and now he's mm-hmm. making his hay in the Pacific Northwest and now the South. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, Midwest coaches they kind of start to get, uh, you know, you categorize them as that, and then mm-hmm. they start have to kind of make their way up through the Midwest and <laughs> to wherever may lead. DeBoer, I thought, you know, for the longest time, everybody kind of thought he's going to be uh, on track for a job in the Big Ten, Big mm-hmm. Twelve, somewhere in the Midwest. And so far, he's avoided it now after national championship appearances at, you know, the place to be in college football. That's my question to you guys. Do you do you think this is because Alabama is so interesting? It's had the two greatest coaches of all time. Um, unbiased opinion. Obviously, Tom Osborne's the greatest, if you ask anybody here in Nebraska. Um, but as far as championships go, you know, Bear Bryant and, 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 and uh, Nick Saban certainly have a pretty good argument there. Is, is there something in the water at Alabama? Is Alabama... Is, would you consider it the best job in college football, or is it just they've had the two greatest coaches? He has uh, takes. Alabama, for being a blue blood, is not as consistent as even like Ohio State is. Like Bama has had some downturns. I think the one time Ohio State hasn't won, what, 10 game, nine or 10 games? since 2000 was maybe like early on under Trestle and then the one year fickle, mm-hmm. right? Um, Oklahoma has had a bit of a downturn under Venables, but that's a program that outside of like the mid nineties hasn't really ever had a drop off. Mm-hmm. Bama has. And I just saw a tweet. I don't know how far back I have to scroll to find it. Hope I liked it. Um, I would need to do more digging on this myself. Okay. So yeah, Matt Hinton on Twitter is the guy's name. Um, national writer. Saban was the greatest recruiter of all time, so much so that it took like a decade for the rest of the country to get on his level. And not even the rest of the country, just Georgia, pretty much, maybe Ohio State as well. But he takes a lot of that with him. The idea that Bama necessarily sells itself no matter who happens to be the coach isn't true historically. Again, I would need to look into that, but that's a guy that I know studies college football, writes about the SEC. So yes, Bama's absolutely a great job. Talent rich, history, tradition, all the the benefits and curses that come with that stature and that standing. It's not, it's obviously not a given that you can just plug anybody in a head coach and be successful to Bama. The job is not too big for you not to fail at. Well, it's interesting too, because these things are flowing. There's not just a list that's going to be the same in 2008 as it is in 2024. um, You know, of Mm -hmm. of who, you know, what's the best coaching job. There are jobs um, like USC and Florida and Texas that are always going to be, well, okay, just inherently great weather, athletes everywhere. You can recruit to them, um, history, you know, all that sort of thing. And then there, you know, those are basically, <laughs> there's a few jobs like that. And then there's uh, many jobs that kind of depends on what's, you know, what's been going on at those locations. We're joined by the boss man, Derek Pearson. Oh my gosh. You good, DP? Oh, dude. You good? You, have you walked outside today? <laughs> Multiple times, yeah. Have you walked outside r- r- lately? Uh, not lately. I did this morning. Here. Yeah. Mad respect to uh, those Olympic cross country skiers. Who, oh, y'all wild! Who just uh, wild out on a regular basis on purpose, <laughs> like just to do this and go, "Hey, what a good day this is! <laughs> <laughs> what a good thing this is!" Rico understands this about me. That if I if I'm interrupting, I usually have something. Yeah, usually, usually something happened. 
that you have to share in that kind of space. But um, and then I plan sometimes plans go awry because weather changes mm-hmm. that sort of thing. <laughs> Normally on a, on a game night, on a basketball Husker game night, you know these two will <laughs> stay up late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll stay up late and uh, hang out and make sure Husker fans have uh, something to 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 clutch onto. Mm-hmm. And it goes unnoticed, except for it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't because I've done that shift. I know how hard it is. <laughs> like I've done, I know how hard it is. So there are a couple of things in play that Rico understands just about me. Little things mean a lot, and if I make a statement, it's because it's worthy. So for these, for for, for this particular person, I thought that it was necessary to do something for them. Necessary. And he told me he did not have no one way. of these. Oh, it's the midnight. <laughs> he did not night. have. Like, I saw him. He was wearing an Andrew Luck Colts jersey. And I'm like, bruh. There it is. I'm like, bruh. No, that. that and can't. it was the wrong uh, texture, too. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, no, you can't. I can't let you live like No, that. no. Right. Dang. Right. So Austin is a, is a stand up guy, and whenever except for the fact that he likes the Colts, yeah, it's the Colts. You can't you can't do anything about that. And Duke can't be you, you know it's the blue, right? Yeah, it's the right thing. I right? wonder if it's maybe that was a Duke, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Something, something wrong with him, right? To go through it, but it it is a small thing just to acknowledge the 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 extra stuff you do for all of us here at the ticket. Whenever we need, we stand up. Austin stands up for us. It's greatly appreciated. I can say the same thing about about the guy next to him. Oh, of course. And box a different kind of breed. And I also know that there's certain things that he likes, and there's certain things that he probably he probably would appreciate more than Bach is a strange man, but we love him. <laughs> but we love him anyway. We love him anyway. We love him so much so. So I went this direction with with Bach. Ah, that I went sense. that. I, see di- it. I, I see went it. that direction with Bach. Hey, oh, we I went that hey, direction oh, with man. <laughs> that, is awesome. that I thought Bach in his collection <laughs> of collections, yes. like that would be something that Bach <laughs> would appreciate. <laughs> it's uh, full, right? Absolutely. So, so cool. the Colts jersey for Austin, the Celtics signed D Brown, of course, for Bach. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, it's necessary. Sometimes you got to do <laughs> appreciate things. You, DP. Listen, y'all yes, do, thanks. y'all do for 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 everybody here. You do for the community. Um, it's appreciated. That's all I wanted to say. And we do it together, right? That's the big deal. You that, know? that is the thing. Nice and, trick. And I'm not sure coming in to talk about Kalen DeBoer. No, no, <laughs> You're going to no, say that for 4 o'clock. No, no. We, yeah, we, we got plenty for that. That's a that's a Jay Foreman special. Okay. So, but anyway, thank you all, all three of you. Enrico, you know we have a lot of stuff coming yeah. and a lot of stuff to announce. So we, we got plenty of time to get it done. But <laughs> thank you to you gentlemen for what you do and how you do it. Thank, thank you. you. And on that, we will go to a break. When we come back, welcome Stricken. Maybe we'll give, get his takes a little bit on the Kalen DeBoer situation. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 